Well, hello, and welcome to another podcast here with Steve and Eddie. We're glad that you have joined us, and we are looking forward to a, a neat time with you today. Um, Eddie, doing okay today? I am. I'm getting there. It's taking a while. Yeah? Cough's still with me, and is with Diana as well, and can't get back to energy level. Yeah. So I guess that, that stuff hangs on. It does, it, it does have a tendency to... I'm just praising God that we didn't have to spend time in the hospital, or he just didn't figure to take us home. Yeah, amen. (laughs) Well, people's dying. That's a a lot of people that are that deal with it differently and and uh, struggle through different apps. You know, it's uh, and we hope that you know you uh, that are listening, um, if you are dealing with it and uh, or know have loved ones or family members that are dealing with it. you know, we, we sure want to pray with you, and uh, we hope that you are uh, doing okay um, during this time. This is uh, Christmas season, and it finds us um, celebrating the, the birth of, of the Christ, uh, Christ Jesus, and the Advent season. And we hope that you are enjoying uh, you seeing, seeing the, the different aspects of, of the season, the lights, the trees, the the uh, the Advent um, aspirations as we move towards that very day, and we just hope that uh, you're finding the true season for or the true reason for the well, season through this time. Uh, for some, it's probably brought up a little confusion on what out of this world gift that these people can give uh, the Crossroads staff this year for Christmas. Yeah, so I'm sure yeah, that they're yeah. scratching their heads on that. I'm so. sure they are. They. I'm sure that they ponder that every year, and then they can never decide, and then they just don't. <laughs> I'm thinking of baked goods. Oh, I see. I'm thinking of cookies and things like that. No, know, so. and, and forgive me. That sounded like you guys we don't were joking. give. We're joking. You don't give. You do give just abundantly, and we are so grateful for it. Well, it's like uh, uh, it's when you awesome. started out talking about us being here. When I was, Of course, only old people remember this. Uh, back when I was a teenager, uh, everybody listened to WLS AM radio. There wasn't FM was just for yeah. ball games, but uh, on AM radio, uh, Larry Lujak was was on WLS, and he'd have a little session like this every day with Tommy, and, he, and you know with old Uncle Larry and little snot nosed Tommy. I don't know if he, I always thought that was funny. I never. And then what's funny? You try to picture people's faces, what they look like. Larry Lujak didn't look anything like. Oh really? I thought, and I never saw a picture of Tommy. Yeah, but they they come up with some off the wall stuff. I'd tell you to talk about. So. <laughs> so, so what made you think about that when we were when you was when you announcing the oh, yeah. podcast with Steve and Eddie? <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> well, but it's, I'm it's, not saying who's the uncle and who's the snot nose. Oh, either, I see. So there it is. Well, no, no, we're not. <laughs> we'll just let people figure that out for themselves. I'm sure Rich McPhail's mind is twirling right now as he listens to this. Uh, <laughs> trying to get a hold of my, my son quickly to have a graphic made up of, of us caricatures of of what that might be. So. Well, and then now people I don't because they get too wild is Bob and Tom. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, that's off the chart. I don't think uh, we probably should be listening to that, but that's another two guys that's on, well, there's, on the radio. Well, and they call them shock jocks, yeah. you know, for the just. Uh, dis- it's just uh, it's interesting that way. So we we hope that you glean from us a little bit more. Uh, hopefully we are a little bit. You can chuckle here and there. Um, uh, we're easy to listen to. Hopefully and you gain some wisdom. And it's just always good. Glad that uh, 
that you're here with us. And no, so I thanks wish, for joining you know, in. Uh, and I know his, he's working six days a week, but Sam Lewis, Pastor Sam, I wish he could uh, be here with us as mm-hmm. well. He liked he liked doing a couple podcasts yeah. that, that he did do with us uh, earlier. And a lot of times it was just me. I don't know why they're working him so much. but boy, I don't know, uh, but he did say that. He's just very, week, very busy. Have a lot and, of time. Um, only has Sundays off, which yep. he says he's so glad to be able to spend it with yeah, us. Yeah, I'm glad part he, of it. he comes down and... Uh, Hangs out with us. Yeah. Well, and, and that's exactly where we're directing this uh, today and talking a little bit about what he shared with us on yeah. Sunday. And, yeah. And uh, we'll get to that here very shortly. But uh, before we do, let me have a word of prayer as we get going. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us to do this, to report across uh, the Internet and, um, and to be able to share uh, our time together and talk a little bit about relevant things based upon your word. We just pray, Lord, that you will um, just go ahead of us now. Um, may you, may the words that we say be acceptable to you and that they're your words and wisdom. So we just thank you for that, and we just give it all to you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, yes, uh, Sammy talked on, you were here. The, you don't, yeah, you're not always I, there or here when Sam talks. We did communion, talks. and it was, a good, it was a good service with the music and everything. It was very good. And... Um, Sam brought uh, some very relevant things um, from his from the Word of God uh, to uh, to share, and and I'll let you, Pastor, go ahead and talk about. Well, that. Uh, he started talking about theology. Yeah, that's theo is God, and ology is the study of. So that's what theology is. It's it's the study of God. And we first went to to First John four, uh, verse sixteen, which really encapsulated all that God is and uh, what he expects us to do as well. He says, we know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in him. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. And verse 17 goes on, as we live in God, our love grows more perfect so we will not be afraid of the day of judgment. We can face him with confidence because we are like Christ here in this world. God is love. That was, you know, that was the point and uh, he got a, you know he talked about the sacrifice of what that means to sacrifice, but then yet uh, to sacrifice your son, mm-hmm. uh, a part of you for people that really don't care sometimes or won't won't believe. Mm. You know, that's that's, right. It's almost hard to wrap our minds around. And he brought out a, a, a real relevant point that how we need Christ and how uh, his mercy covers our sin right we don't get what we deserve because of his mercy we can continue to mess up and he keeps forgiving us and keeps loving us yeah. and we're all in the same boat nobody's arrived yet even though sometimes we run into people that think they've arrived right right but you know if god is love and and we're to be in him and the scripture says that we are made in the image of god amago day that's the word and if we are made in the image of god if god is love so that should define our lives as well. Yeah, that's right. And we, in this in this process, I was I was wanting to look up a scripture here as it kind of reminded me that um, as I have shared this with um, my own children, my own boys, uh, about God's love, um, it. The strength of his love is is overpowering uh, any and all things, and in so much so, um, it says, in love there is no fear. 
And in that aspect of understanding that fully, we see that our faithfulness in him, as we trust him, and in his love, which God is love, there is no fear in that. And I think we, as a collective human race, need to hear those words. Well, that's, that's right now. That's verse 18. That's it. That's the verse. And then that's You fine. got it. Here I am. Yeah, and here it is. Yeah, here it is. go ahead and read it. So, such love has no fear, because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. Mm-hmm. Then 19, we love each other because he first loved us yep. first. Yeah, amen. And it's awesome, you know, for us to understand that in the fullness of his love, understanding that he has created us, his love has then been uh, granted to us uh, unconditionally, unconditionally for Jesus Christ. That is amazing, his mercy, yeah, his it's, grace. And that's, you know, then Sam took us back to Lamentations. Lamentations 3, and Lamentations are the Lamentations of Jeremiah the prophet who spent, I don't know how long he was buried in the mud. He prophesied against the the king and he tossed him in the dungeon and lowered him down he was up to his armpits in mud I can't even <laughs> oh, I can't you know it's hard I, I don't remember how long he was in there but it was a while in ver- chapter 3 verse 22 the unfailing love of the Lord never ends by his mercies we have been kept from complete destruction great is his faithfulness his mercies begin afresh each day I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in him. Hmm. Yeah. Now we we can't even say that if we have a bad day, but can you imagine saying that being up to your armpits in mud? No. I mean, I always think about weird stuff too. I think about dungeons and rats and all <laughs> kinds of stuff that was going on. And mm-hmm. here he still praised God. That's right. Man, we get a hangnail sometimes. <laughs> Wine and complete. We are spoiled rotten. Uh, I'm talking about all of us. I'm not just talking about me. And I think what really brings that to lights when you go to other countries, you go to a third world country, you go to Haiti, and you're just off the plane, and you realize how great we have it in America. But uh, even places in Europe, I was amazed at. But anyhow, that's what he he talked about this unfailing love that he tied that in with First John, four, says it never ends. And he talked about God's mercies. It's because of his mercy that we're not, we don't get what we deserve. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I've said this before. Can you imagine that if God sent an angel with a two before, and every time we messed up, he'd whack us upside the head with that board. Right. We'd all be knotheads. We'd have knots and bruises and cuts all over us. Knock, some of us he could do that. Out. <laughs> God has the power to do that. Yeah. He, he doesn't. No. Because of his mercy. Well, I kind of love the fact the way that Sam said that on Sunday with the fact that he's, um, what? how did he put it? Maybe help me remind me. I'm, I'm Something sp- about Something God about- couldn't do it. He, he, It's not a part of him. Yeah. Yeah, right. He can't even, not not that it's not, not that he can't punish us in that sense. But what was it that he said? He uh, That little saying, he said something about grow, something about grow. I should have. I wish I'd have wrote that down. Mm, I think it, it might some, come back to us. It here. Was something like that. As we talk about about what God, um, 
God won't do this because he can't be unfaithful. Is that what it is? Something along that line? He can't be unfaithful because it's just not a part of him? Um, something along those lines. So anyway, you know, I apologize for not writing it down either, and I thought it would have come to me right when I said it. But, but he had a little saying there, something about something about you grow, something about, and I can't mm-hmm. remember that. And so you know, in that in that very thought, in that vein, where God uh, is is love, it it just is all encompassing. Um, I was reading on the the footnotes of that area in first john the fourth chapter and and it says it was talking a little bit about um we can trust god wholly without fear because our punishment for sin has already taken place in christ where love reigns we can be transparent with fellow believers trusting that our honesty will not be used to hurt us that's something mature christian love delights in helping others and it creates an environment in which we can develop accountability and a new sense of responsibility towards ourselves and toward others. Mm-hmm. Now, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, so we think about that a lot of times when we talk about this. You know, it casts out fear. It, it there is nothing there in love, and and we think a lot about that as an individual basis. We think that one on one with God. Well, I don't want to fear this. I don't want to fear COVID. I don't want to fear uh, being lost. In eternity forever and 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 we we work with that but then here's you know in these footnotes is what he's saying is now listen up this is more in depth even more than that it's about our community mm-hmm. of those truly devoting themselves in christ wholly accepting understanding that love in community then and it says here where love reigns we can be transparent with fellow believers trusting that our honesty will not be used to hurt us. Mm-hmm. We each need to hear this so that we can develop a community where we can be honest and relevant with one another and open. Now, it is tough because we're thinking, if, we, if we're transparent that way, it, eventually it's going to be out on yeah. Facebook yeah. talking about me or, yeah. or behind somebody else's <laughs> back and... You know, here we are. We're, we're, you know, I, I I said that in 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 trust, and now it's and now it's out. I mean, we always have this fear, right? This yeah, fear. That's true. But God, uh, this this is the thing we need to work towards, and I guess that's why I'm just mentioning it right now. This is this is something that that is the next, maybe not next topic of the sermon, uh, in in along these lines. But this is a big deal. You know, we we need to trust God in such a way with His love. Uh, with what he has promised, but then um, testify it, use it as a testimony as we love one another. Interesting. Yeah, that's uh, that is exactly right. Yeah, that that he goes on in, in that passage there. He says, if someone says, "I love God," but I hate, hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is a liar. That's mm. pretty strong language. <laughs> yeah, because I mean. If we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we have not seen? And God himself has commanded that we must love not only him, but our Christian brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. See, that's always been a, a huge puzzlement to me since I've been a pastor for over 40 years. Is People in the church 
that won't speak to each other or have grudges. That makes no sense to me. It, it goes back to this. Yeah. <laughs> you, and, you know, and, and, and it's always been a struggle. I mean, here we are looking at the Word, and we see that it's a struggle then. We know that it's been a struggle. Why? Because human nature takes us down these roads of these internal thoughts that just takes us into um, setting our own uh, end of the story. We, 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 we wrap up something that was said, or and we take the assumption and we, we let it just delve into something that's not there rather than talking about it. We, we use our imagination to the worst. And it's just, it really is, it, it, it's where bitterness comes from, it where, where things grow, and, and we, we need to be careful. We need to bring them before the Holy Spirit and say, how do you want me to do to yeah. work with this? And we is it just me that I have to deal with, or is it me and that other person? And we assume too much. That's it. That's the problem. We get all, go down this path of assumption and make up all kinds of stuff. We, we'll create whole scenarios that will never happen. Well, and then the big part of it is, is a lot of us, we don't like confrontation, so therefore that confrontation mm-hmm. and communication about it never really comes up. Right. But, um, and I'll just, I'll, I'll just be personal here with you. Um, I bet you it was 15 years ago, I made just a very solemn uh, individual promise to myself that, that if I knew and trusted that God was going to be with me and the Holy Spirit was leading me and was going to guide me and direct me, that I would work on confrontation, my communication, my, my, my people skills, my areas in which um, that I will reflect Jesus. And so I really took it to heart. And it took time. It took more than five years. You know, now some, it may be less, but it, it took a development stage of understanding what is it that I need to do to take my will my will, my self-will, my, that old nature, and transfer it over to understanding and saying, Holy Spirit, how do you want me to respond? Mm-hmm. Now, am I, do I still work on it to this day? You got it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But the fact is, is that it's already started. So when you hear these words uh, that I'm saying, and, we, and we've said, let love lead the way or... or um, let there be an honest truth uh, of understanding with God. Allow Him to be the first thought in working through a process. So let the Holy Spirit, the gift that was given to you after accepting the, G- the, the gift of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, allow Him and, and pray. Holy Spirit, give, uh, ask for the wisdom in knowing how to work this out with my fellow brother mm-hmm. or sister. Work on the small things. And then as you grow and develop and you start lessening and lessening those areas of assumptions and where Satan wants to deceive you and lie to you or you lie to yourself, then those little steps move towards the bigger picture of how God wants to work in these certain relationships that maybe you've been holding on to for 5, 10, 15 or longer <laughs> years plus. So anyway, we, we want you to, to hear... Um, and, and take a look, you know, First John uh, chapter 4 um, and, and mine, um, <laughs> starting with verse 7, it's just entitled Loving One Another. Yeah. Uh, just a great thing. And, and, of course, then it goes into that very thing. God is love. 
So anyway, a uh, beautiful time that we had Sunday. And uh, we do hope that each of you that are, whether you're in-house or whether you're online, um, which we saw a lot of you online, uh, we just love yeah. that, that, uh, that you feel the love of God. You feel the love of our community to you. If you need anything, you know, please just give us a holler. And uh, we'll do our best to continue to, to move forward with the love of Christ. And if you would like the people, uh, the rest of the folks here, to see what you look like sitting in your pajamas or your jammy pants on your couch, send us a picture and we'll put it on the big screen. Yeah, so, yeah, just allow us to do that. You know, you just let I, us know. I, like I will allow you like, to do that. I don't know. A lot of shows on TV will show Zoom. There'll be like 50 to 100 people on the screen, but they got huge screens. But it shows, right. shows them being a part of that. So, yeah. Well, yeah. it's Advent, the, the arrival. Uh, we look forward to the birth of Christ, and that's kind of where we're headed in the next couple weeks, I guess, with messages. Uh, this, the title of this next message for the 13th is the most special birth ever. And uh, I found some stuff that uh, Swindoll wrote that's, it, it, it kind of it's kind of like in story form in a sense. He starts out. He said it would be a royal birth, a birth like none other. It would be an event to make the royal wedding look like children playing dress up in the attic. And he he talks about to really think about if you if God was was setting this up for his, the birth of his son, what it would look like. I mean, from Rolls Royce limos to. Uh, the best suite and the best hotel and mm -hmm. what he would have had for the baby and on and on mm -hmm. and on and then but look the humility of God how he set that up right in a stable with animals well we've been in a lot of us in this part of the world there's people in the city that haven't you've been in a barn um, you've been in a barn <coughs> where animals are the stench. Uh, exactly. It doesn't always smell like sweet hay. That no, for sure. That's the truth. And here was a, and she had just rode 85 miles. He walked, she rode on the side saddle on that donkey. Hmm. Every feeling, every jar. And they were, I'm sure they were just completely exhausted when they got there. Well, you think about that. You know, it's, it's like walking from here to Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that's. Uh, that's rough. And they do have winter in Israel. It's yeah. not hot. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you know, and that we, I started out talking about that a little bit, and then I got a clip uh, from, uh, I've showed it a hundred times, but it's my best birth clip that I've ever seen, and it shows them like in a cave. And they say that it could have been a cave, that that's what they used for the stable there. It didn't have to be a, on the side of the a hill wood or building. Like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I'm I, I we start, and then we go into the centrality of Jesus Christ, you know, and and I talk about our devotion, you know how how how's our devotion at this point in time? And I, you know, a lot of a lot of the the things that we talk about around Advent, we go back to the birth. We keep it fresh in people's mind. It's not something that you want to forget. Uh, it's always been an issue with me going over the same thing over and over, but that's how we learn. We learn by rote. That's how we do it. And I think every Sunday we need to be challenged. Well, how is your relationship with Christ? Where's it at? Especially at Christmas, it seems that that, that usually comes up. You know, a couple examples. Are, are we like Mary that, that sets and hangs on every word of Jesus? Or are we like Martha? Really not paying attention to what he's saying, but we're in the kitchen messing around doing something else, mm -hmm. you know? 
That's feeling the like we're like we're yeah, bound exactly. to the task that is before us, and we want to. We, we love Jesus, but it's like, you know, am I going to spend time? You know, well, it's like any any coach in any sport. They start out with basics. There's always basics. Mm-hmm. You know, with 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 baseball, it's it's fielding and 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 you know batting. Um, in football, it's blocking and tackling, and there's always basics. And a lot of times, those coaches, if they really do a bad job with the basics, they bring them back to that and say, hey, here's why we lost. You guys weren't... And there's basics in the Christian life as well, and sometimes we get away from those. And then we, we talk about the superiority of, of Christ, his divine nature, his virgin birth. You know, God mm-hmm. had some options, uh, at a first option, God could have chosen for Christ to have been born of a good human father and mother, but he wouldn't have had any uh, deity in him, no right. God. Right, You know, or a second option, God could have chosen his son to be created like an angel, but then he would have had any, any humanity. And a third option that God had, he could have chosen to incarnate the spirit of Christ in a human body, like reincarnation. The problem with this option is that he would not have been fully human in a technical sense. But the final option, we know that the, what, the way he chose to do it, through miraculous conception into, uh, into a virgin. According to the scriptures, about 800 years before Christ, Isaiah stood before King Ahab, Ahaz and prophesied a special event that would serve as a sign to the nation. Isaiah 7:14. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. And I go in to talk a little bit about what that means, about, about being a virgin. But here's the thing. In those days, in, in those days, she had a pretty good chance of being stoned. Because if you got mm-hmm. pregnant and you weren't married, yeah. that was that, you know. Well, and, you know, let's think about that. That's Joseph had such a role in that process of of coming forward and yeah, accepting he, this. Oh, my. Yeah. I could talk he, about faith. <laughs> yeah, but an and angel we, had to come and talk to him. Yeah. You know, and say, hey, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Because I'm sure that there were, t- even then, was gossip and tongues that were wagging about him betrothed a woman that, that was pregnant and they weren't really married yet. They were just engaged, right. actually. Them engagements were a big deal back then, more so than they are now, but nonetheless. says, of course, critics may argue that she was only a virgin at the time of the angel's revelation and later had relations with Joseph that produced a child. However, Matthew 1.18 decisively refutes that theory. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be a child by the Holy Spirit. So, and and that's, you know, kind of that's what we're talking to about. Joseph was stunned by the turn of events that found him in a quandary between conviction and compassion. Well, he went ahead and done what he was supposed to do, but an angel had to come and talk to him. <laughs> had to come come and talk to him. The angel said to him, yeah. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for that which has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for it is he who will save his people from their sins. I, I am sure that, you know, uh, people were different if an angel, an angel showed up and... <laughs> And talk to him. I remember mm-hmm. old Gideon in the Old Testament. That 
fact is, when you've had a supernatural encounter like that, you, I don't think you'd ever be the same. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, and that's that's what happened. You know, and we, it always comes down to the application. There wasn't any room in the end, but the Jews' response to Jesus, who came to his own, and those who were his own did not receive him. They didn't want him, you know. And it comes down to us as Revelation 3.20 says, Jesus speaking, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will dine with him and he with me. You know, and that's, people use that for an illustration all the time about, you know, that old Holman Hunt picture. Jesus standing at a vine-covered door knocking. And you'll notice on the outside of that door, there's no handle. It has to be open from the inside. Mm-hmm. I, I love that picture, but it, yeah. it it creates such a word picture in our minds. But that's, uh, he does stand at our heart's door and, and he knocks, but he can't get in unless we open the door. So, uh, and I think that, you know, that's what worship does. And coming together as the body of Christ, it's it, it challenges us. And it reminds us of who we are and how we're supposed to be living. That's what right. church is to me. Yeah. Oh, that's a skinny on that. Beautiful uh, example. Looking forward to hearing that um, uh, about the birth and uh, anticipating just a wonderful Christmas season. In fact, uh, if you want to find out a little bit more information about what I'm going to mention now, uh, go ahead and get on the Internet. Uh, you can find it easily on any kind of Internet search, uh, Google, or whatever you might want to say. But um, I guess in first time in 800 years, there's going to be an alignment of the star, the stars, a uh, Christmas star. That's wild. Um, what is it? Jupiter and something. Jupiter and is Saturn? Saturn? I think it might be Saturn. There, yeah, it has something to do with that. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Really, it's starting I think uh, December 21st. Yeah. So look that up, uh, and it's supposed to happen for what the next four or five days, something like that in a row. That's yeah. going to be there. So isn't that interesting? That's yeah. really neat, and I'm anticipating that as a part of our Advent. So yeah. let's let's step into this time, just embracing this uh, for for our experience of this Advent time, this experience of, of Christmas. That well, and that looking forward to everything. A, a, a better year. Absolutely, stepping into 2021. <laughs> you know. Um, and in a lot of ways, we can look back and say, okay, this is how we can we move forward. this year because of Jesus Christ That's in the our truth. hearts, Amen. our lives. That's why we survived it for no other reason that that hope never gave up and it just keep drawing us forward. Yeah. yeah, we scratch our head on a lot of things, but, you know, we're still here. That's right. Well, Pastor, why don't you pray as we wrap this up? Lord, we love you. I just thank you for... This time, uh, we can share these things, and uh, they go out on the airways, and uh, hopefully we all get blessed by it, and uh, we thank you for that, and for uh, this body of Christ, this family, and uh, for all that come and call us home. We are brothers and sisters, and as we have, uh, Sam uh, did such a great job explaining that Sunday about how much we're supposed to love each other. And uh, this time of the year, maybe it seems a little more real than others, but nonetheless, uh, just help us to adhere to your word and your scripture. Uh, And I just pray, Lord, that uh, people continue to 
be smart and stay safe in this uh, crazy time in which we live. We love you, God. We give you praise and glory for who you are. We ask it in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. We're uh, just so happy to uh, be able to come together to talk about these great things of Scripture and beyond into um, how it is relevant uh, for us in this this everyday living that we're a part of and to bring it to you um, uh, each week. So uh, thanks, Pastor, again for joining with me. So glad to be here with you uh, each week and uh, to be able to do this. So thanks for that conversation. Well, until next time, we will just say goodbye and thank you again for joining us. Bye-bye.